Welcome back to another episode of the Velocity Cast. This week, we're going to talk about respect and how to earn it, what it means, um, how quickly it can fade away in certain circumstances, why people who try to force it and, and seek it actively typically don't get it. And, and respect and reputation are very closely aligned in my opinion, right? So the reputation that you have will precede you in any of your, you know, social situations, any time that you are brought into an environment, maybe introduced by someone to someone else, the things that you have done in your past and the way that you have dealt with others, that all of that information will formulate an initial opinion of you, which is entirely grounded in your current reputation. Respect is very much an extension of that. And one thing that uh, is funny about respect is it's, it's really necessary if you find yourself in a leadership position or you find yourself having to lead others, if they do not respect you, and I have seen this happen in a number of instances, if you are in a leadership position and the people that you are leading or managing do not respect you, it will be almost impossible for you to see a vision through to completion, and it will be impossible for you to get those individuals to rally behind your mission or what you want to accomplish. So if you find yourself in a leadership position, respect is critical to success. And even if you you know, for all intents and purposes by other metrics are a, someone who is a good candidate to lead on paper. If you lose the respect of the people you're leading, you will get absolutely nothing done. So what is respect? Respect is this notion that people will back you, support you. They will go to work for you. They will go to war for you. They believe in you as a person. They believe in your character. They believe in your ethics, your morals, your code. And the actions that you have taken historically have created an alignment of you and these other individuals who will have an opinion of you. Respect is about alignment. It's about a belief that the individual in question is going to perform in alignment with the morals, ethics, and values that I have. So if I respect somebody, I am typically uh, in, I'm admiring their accomplishments or their achievements, but more so I am admiring the way that they achieved those things. So respect has a component of both content and methodology, right? So someone who has accomplished great things, you likely respect them for the things that they've accomplished, but there's also a component of it where the way that they did those things, the way that they achieved that, right? It's, it's why we love stories of people who come from nothing and accomplish great things because we respect the path that they had to take to get to that end result. It's very different than someone who was handed everything on a silver platter. And we usually contrast those two types of people directly, right? Is, is this concept of old money versus new money or someone who was you know, born with a quote unquote silver spoon who was given the keys to the kingdom versus someone who built their empire from nothing. And we almost always, almost always have a great deal more respect for the person who had to struggle to achieve the things that they achieved. So the methodology is a huge component 
of whether or not we respect someone. But let's look at how it is built. The way that it is not built is by demanding it, right? So anyone who ever demands respect or tries to intimidate never gets it. it, it respect is never earned that way. It may, it, people mistake compliance for respect. So if you look at any dictatorship or any type of tyrannical government or situation, any, any leadership that comes from a place of fear, there is compliance out of fear of repercussion, but there is not respect. Respect is what will cause people to go above and beyond to take pride in what they're doing. And leadership by fear lacks that component entirely. So demanding respect is one way that it will never be received by that individual. Respect comes from the things that you do when no one is looking. And this is proverbial, of course, because, you know, people hear of things and hear of the way that things are done. But if you think about how you conduct yourself on a day-to-day -day basis, how you conduct yourself when you don't believe that the spotlight is on, if those actions are positive and they align with the public persona that you create, then that alignment often leads to respect and a positive reputation. So what I mean by that is if the cameras are rolling, so to speak, and you know that people are watching and you act a certain way, typically where you're going to act in a way that we believe will be positively perceived by those around us. So if you know people are watching, you're probably going to, you know, be on the straight and narrow. You're probably going to try to be a good person. You're probably going to, you know, try to make sure that you are positively viewed by the people who are watching. If your actions, when you don't think anyone's watching, align with that behavior, then that will bolster your reputation and that word will get around. So Muhammad Ali once uh, talked about uh, how he doesn't have any respect for people who are rude to the wait staff and nice to him because if the roles were reversed, that's how they would treat him as well, right? If he was a, a server or a waiter at a restaurant instead of the boxing champion that he was, then this individual would have treated him the same way with the same amount of disrespect. So for him, he used that barometer, which is essentially this behavior that we're talking about when no one's watching. He used the barometer of how do somebody, how do these people treat the wait staff as a way to determine whether or not he respected that individual. And this is a, a really good barometer, actually. If, if you look at how people treat anyone, and I wouldn't just say service industry, but that's a, a very easy example. I would say, look at how people treat those who cannot help them, who can do nothing for them, and who are typically in a lower economic or social status than them. So if somebody is kind to all people they meet, regardless of whether or not that individual can help them, is a benefit to them, uh, especially if that individual is you know, working a menial job or is in a, a lower economic status, if people are kind in all of their dealings with all people, that is usually a good barometer of how they are truly, genuinely as a human being. What you will see often is people who have uh, dual personas. So 
if they're interacting with people who they think can help them or who have something that they want, then they are kind, they're nice, they're friendly. You know, uh, California gets the reputation for this where people are very fake and it, because everybody always wants something or somebody's always connected to show business or, you know, to this producer or to this studio or to this music executive or whatever. And so a lot of the interactions in the higher social spheres in California are, are, are typically seen as and historically have been fake and uh, very much, you know, this type of facade where it's, okay, these people could maybe help me or, you know, someday I might run into them again. So I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be friendly. I'm going to ask about their family, how they're doing, whatever. But those same individuals will go into a restaurant or to a hotel or whatever, and they'll treat the wait staff and the, the people who are working in the hospitality industry poorly. So look at how people interact with others when the cameras, quote unquote, the proverbial cameras are not rolling. Look at how they interact with people in those day-to-day -day small moments. And oftentimes, the way that we act in those moments facilitates our reputation, which ultimately either earns us or destroys respect that those have for us. The other thing that people value, if you're talking about being a respected person, people who have a clearly defined moral or ethical code and live by that code often earn respect from their peers particularly if it puts them into situations where they are acting in a contrarian way to the popular viewpoint, right? So think about in history or in politics or, you know, social circles, whatever, or in work situations, which is probably going to be a little closer to home for many of you. Think about the person who stands up for what they believe in, even if it gets them in trouble or even if there are repercussions for that belief and that stance, right? If somebody does what they believe is right, even if it's the hard thing to do, those people tend to be highly respected by those around them. So taking a stand, trying to do the right thing, quote unquote, even in situations where it's hard to do so, where it's unpopular to do so, where there are personal or professional repercussions for doing so. Those individuals earn the respect of their peers. So if you want to be a respected person, you need to focus on defining what your personal ethos is. And I think this is a, a, an important exercise for anybody, and I've talked about this before, is take some time to figure out what type of person do you want to be? What actions are important to you? If you can create a rule book of sorts for how you will act in certain situations and you can stick to that, it makes a lot of situations in life way easier. If you're less worried about what the crowd will think and you're more worried about sticking to your personal code, it makes a lot of uh, otherwise stressful situations and a lot of otherwise difficult decisions much easier, right? Even if there are repercussions for that, you very clearly know how you will act and how you will handle certain situations. And we've all been in those moments where you have that feeling in your gut where you know you should do a certain thing, but there's also that pull in the other direction where there's the social and judgment component, 
where you know maybe you should act this way, but you also know that that may come with repercussions in your social circle or in your work environment. And so there's that tug of war that happens that I'm sure we've all experienced where, you know, those are the hard decisions to make, but the people who can make hard decisions and who can stand by those decisions publicly, even in the face of ridicule, first of all, those people tend to, history tends to prove those people right in the end. But more importantly, those people earn the respect of those around them. So you'll notice that all of these scenarios come from having a very clear vision of who you want to be as a person. And furthermore, they come from a place of humanity, of treating humans with respect around you, treating people as people, understanding that everybody comes with their own baggage, but that as human beings, we need to be able to interact with one another. We need to be kind to one another. So thinking about kindness, thinking about morality, ethics, those are all things that are held in high regard by those people we respect. And at the end of the day, the simplest way to earn respect from those around you is to live a life in alignment with the values of someone you respect or the type of person you would respect. So this is where emulation can be important and emulation works in either direction. So you can have good role models and try to emulate those people and try to have the values that they have and try to do things the way that they would do them, try to make those people proud. But you can also have negative role models and you can use that as an example of what not to do. So oftentimes people don't think in this way, but if you come from a challenging environment, if you come from a broken home, or if you're surrounded by people who are bad role models, if you don't have that person in your life or people in your life you can point to as an example of someone you want to emulate, all you need to do is look around you and try to do the opposite of the people who are disappointing you or who are uh, living a life that you disagree with, right? If you can use them as an example of what not to do, that can be equally as powerful, if not more so, than having a positive example. And acting in alignment with uh, you know, the antithesis of those bad people in your life, those bad influences, can actually uh, create a situation where you are put in places with those who you can then emulate. You know, By modeling these behaviors that are the opposite of the negative behaviors around you, that will increase the likelihood that you'll start to encounter better people and that you'll then eventually have better role models that you can model your behavior off of and emulate. So don't, you know, don't uh, shy away from the concept of negative role models and going against the things that you experience in life because that can be powerful as well. So if you want to build a positive reputation, if you want to be someone who is well-respected, and these things are absolutely critical if you ever find yourself in a leadership position, because again, if the people that you are leading, managing, if they do not respect you as a person and as a leader, then they will, you won't be able to get anything done. They will not follow you. They won't do things to help you. They won't make your life easier. A lot of times they will intentionally sabotage you, right? If, if a leader is not respected, the people that they're leading and managing can try to sabotage them and, you know, the extreme example of this is like a, a full-blown mutiny where, and this happens at the corporate level, it literally just happened with um, the, the open AI with Sam Altman, where the board tried to oust him. 
the employees and and everybody revolted. And a bunch of them basically threatened to walk out if the board did not step down, if they didn't reinstate him as CEO. So that's an example where this is somebody who the entire staff is willing to go to bat for him and support him. And on the flip side, they have such little respect for the board's decision that they're willing to walk away from the company and sabotage that board and that company to make that statement. So this happens all the time. You need to have the respect of those around you if you're going to do anything important, if you want to command those people, if you want to have support at your side for any decisions you want to make. And just in general, in life, if you can act in alignment with the type of person you would respect, if you can use that as a guiding light to create your personal ethos, to to try to be a good person in your dealings with others, you're just going to improve your quality of life. You're going to build better relationships. You're going to have that positive reputation precede you wherever you go. And that will open more doors for you. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful weekend.